everyone, this is Katie from Maximum Edge, a CIC based in the UK, aimed at strengthening communities and the people within them. You can find us online at www.maximumedge.org.uk. We're also on YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Udemy and Facebook. Over to Dave. Hello everyone. So without further ado this morning, I'm going to be sitting down with Gaz Fletcher, a good mate of mine, who runs his own um, personal training company out in Haydock in St. Helens, Healthy Bodies. We're going to be sitting down discussing um, various things to do with health and fitness, physical activity, predominantly uh, in young men. I um, hope you enjoy the conversation. And here we go. So as I was saying, I reckon when, when we was at school, I think there was um, we were limited to some of the stuff we, we was like exposed to, weren't we, in terms of sports. Like Carly was just like rugby, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I think that was the thing with when we come up with school. You were it was what your school was was into. Yeah, yeah. So if you had a teacher, or you had teachers, or a type of school that was into like rugby, that was your path, wasn't it? Or yeah. if you, <coughs> if it was into football, or like our school was a little bit. We hardly did any rugby, so it was like football, cricket. What what's going to do though, Gans? Rainhill. So Rain Hill. there wasn't many. Well, there, there was choices and there was things, but it wasn't as like there wasn't as, yeah, as a varied. diverse, varied yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, amount of sports like there is now. I think. Yeah, we had. So we could have done a little bit of basketball. I remember there was a teacher who was into basketball. It was predominantly rugby. Yeah. Football, but I was never very good at football, so oh. I wasn't uh, accepted in the football team. <laughs> Uh, athletics in the summer and cricket. Yeah. But I think now, like with, like we've obviously just speaking about before we started recording, the tennis. Yeah. Climbing. Yeah. All that rowing as well. Rowing was a big one that I thought. I know we've not got the, the the, the canals or whatever. Yeah. The, the lakes to start rowing in, but so many sports nowadays yeah. that you can. There's so many options now. Yeah. Um, I know martial arts was around, but there seems like there's more martial arts around now. Mm-hmm. Obviously with the. Thing with the MMA now and different mixed martial yeah, arts. There's the loads of exposing options. Yeah. What martial arts are yeah. effective and that like. I there's so like. many options now. There's almost too many options, but I think it's a good thing. I don't think we had that. Yeah. We were quite pushed into one sport or one corner mm-hmm. where you don't get to experience as many types of sports yeah, disciplines yeah. and things like that. So you think it's important then for like our young adults to to not like be specific too early on, try loads of different things. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know like me and you've spoke about that a lot, but I think the more diverse you can be, I think probably the better. Mm-hmm. I think if you get pushed into one specific sport, um, not that that's not a good thing because you become good at that sport, but I think as a young person, like, we, like we're talking 11 to 16 here, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, probably there's an increase in probably injury risk if you're just doing one discipline and you just keep repeating them moving patterns. Um, but like like what you said, like you're probably not gonna know if you're good at other stuff as well. Yeah. If you just get pushed into that one. Yeah. When I was listening to Ross Edgley, um, for those who aren't aware, Ross Edgley recently, say recently last year, swam around Great Britain. Oh, that guy's and a, he, uh, a freak, yeah, he's isn't a beast he? in it. And he, he's built like a little bodybuilder. He's small. He squats. Yeah. Um, lots of muscle. Lots of muscle mass. And uh, he swam around Great Britain to yeah. to other people's sort of. You can't do that. You're not built like a swimmer. Have you done that? But. Not many people have. No one yeah. else has swam around Great Britain, so he yeah. he was um, dispelling the the myth that you need to be a certain 
physique to be able to swim yeah. around Great Britain. Anyway, um, he has this thing about general physical preparedness. And at that age, I think 11 years old, so we're talking 11, 12, 13, you're not fully grown yet, I guess, so you don't know what your attributes are going to be. Yeah. So you could be, you could have a quick growth spurt. Yeah. You're 14, 15, you could be tall, you could be long, you could be small. Yeah. yeah. You don't know if you're going to be quick. So I think it is a good idea to generalise your, your training, generalise what sporting activities you're into, until maybe you can see what your attributes are as you get a little bit older, then you can yeah. start to specify. Definitely, mate. I, I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that. And I think, I think probably years ago there was, there was more of that, wasn't there? Like there was like probably when my dad was younger. Like you probably had to be able to run, you know, be tra- you know, do press ups. Can you do chin ups? Mm. Almost like going back to like the army. Sort like of a thing. basic military <laughs> yeah. fitness test, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, almost go back going back to that. But then I think we've got lost somewhere in between where it's like you have to play rugby or you have to play football, and then. It's like just focusing on them basic skills, but you like you kind of losing a lot of that general physical preparedness. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, body weight, strength, cardiovascular, flexibility, mm-hmm. um, just that, just the benefit that you get from doing different disciplines. Yeah. Um, but to your point, I think that general physical preparedness, I think that that really should be the base of everything. If you've got that, well, you can go into different sports and so, do yeah. pretty well. Yeah. You know. So what do we when we speak about general physical preparedness, what we're talking about there, can you run, can you jump? Yeah. Can you squat down to the floor safely? Can you get up off the floor safely? Yeah. Can yeah. you pull yourself up? Yeah. All talking them things, them mate. Kind of yeah. Things, we, All yeah. them things. Um, you know, a certain level of uh, cardiovascular endurance, um, a certain level of, you know, explosiveness, can you sprint? Can you recover quickly? Mm-hmm. Can, can you get your heart rate back down? Are you good at lifting your own body weight? Can you sort of hold yourself in certain positions? Yeah. Are, you, are you stable? So are you sort of, people mention things like core, but that's like, to me, that's just, can you stabilize your body? Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you hold yourself? Like you've probably seen it with um, young lads, young girls coming in doing jujitsu as well. I think the more physically prepared they are before they come in, probably they're gonna do a lot better, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. And I know jujitsu can obviously, sort of produce that anyway like them coming seeing you they will get that general physical preparedness mm-hmm. by just doing jiu-jitsu but you know i think the more and it's also more fun isn't it for them it's like the more stuff they can do and be exposed to the more fun yeah yeah they're gonna have as well yeah it's kind of masking isn't it so the training element yeah. is being masked by enjoying actually what you're doing isn't it? yeah yeah what yeah. do you think about sort of the there's, there's a trend at the moment, especially you see it in mixed martial arts, but movement-based kind of training. Yeah. So not specifically lifting weights, and not really yoga, but a lot of just playing around with this movement of the human body. Yeah. So yeah. parkour maybe, free yeah. running. Almost like gymnastic type of yeah, yeah. movements, parkour. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's good. Yeah. I, think, I think it's really good. Yeah. Especially as a young person, you're less likely to have any major limitations with your joints and stuff. So why not explore some of that type of stuff? Mm-hmm. And I think that makes them more of a rounded, a rounded athlete as well. Definitely, I agree with that. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, especially for like our generation, and we'll talk a little bit more about weight training and uh, peer pressure and, and stuff like that in a minute, but I think from our generation, we've probably weight trained yeah. for quite a, a few years, probably since we were like 16, 17. Yeah. Maybe, in my case especially, maybe not trained correctly, yeah. And now 
at the at the uh, ripe old age of 39, <laughs> I'm feeling that my body is not starting to break down, but I'm feeling twinges either and everywhere. And yeah. I think because I'm used to maybe lifting weights maybe incorrectly, my body only moves in certain ranges of motion. Yeah. And I'm restricted in other yeah. in other planes of motion. So I think the more you can look at these movement based yeah. exercises for the want of a better word, yoga, any kind of stretching, mobility work and that, yeah. that's gonna benefit you yeah. throughout your life, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, I know we're talking young people, but like you just said then, as we get a little bit older, I think you start to realise then that yeah, your body's not really moving as well as probably yeah. it could have been. Um, but for a young person to be exposed to like all different types of things, I think that's a massive... It can only benefit, can't it? A massive benefit, yeah. Um, because of the pressures of sometimes parents, sometimes the pressures of the friends, or sometimes the pressures of, I know you was on about before, social media, they feel like they should have to do a certain sport, mm -hmm. or they have to only do that sport, and they can't do other stuff. Um, but I think the more rounded the the individual with like trying different sports, trying different disciplines, that will bode well for them in the future. Yeah. Um, and they won't end up like me and you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so we looked at the actual physical side of it, and we've sort of come to the same conclusion. I think it's better to have a varied range of activities yeah. that you get involved in rather than just concentrating solely yeah. on, on one activity. Yeah. Unless you're going to be Tiger Woods, I think, like you said, it's better to be a generalist, isn't it? Yeah. Be a generalist, try everything. You know, see what you're good at, see what you like, yeah. see what your body's suited for. Yeah. Interesting, on a side topic to that, I've just finished reading a book called Range. Is that where oh, you got right. it from? No, 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 no I just, I just There's a book that. called Range and it de, um, debunks the whole, so Tiger Woods specialised from a very early age, you're talking right. three years of age, he was, he was put, yeah. a, a golf club was put in his, in his hand yeah. and that's all he did, golf, 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 whereas the opposite side of that, the flip side to that coin is Roger Federer, who is, is um, talked about in this book called Range. I can't remember yeah. the author, but um, if anybody's interested, I'll put it on the link to this to this podcast. Roger Federer was, from a young age, not just played tennis, he played everything. He oh, did, I never knew that. He did um, basketball, he did rowing, he played football. Right. He did a, a varied range of activities. Right. And the book comes to this conclusion, we all know sort of, what ha what's happened to Tiger Woods has been well documented in, in the press and stuff, although he's still on the top of his game. Roger Federer is one of the few tennis players of that age. I think he's maybe just turned 30 or something, yeah. and he hasn't had any serious sort of injuries that yeah. have kept him out of performing at the, the yeah. highest levels in the, yeah. in the tennis game. I think he's older, you know. Is it? I think he's older, but he's, he's known, like you said, that he's so, known for that longevity, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, and even the way he plays his game isn't high impact. It's not like Nadal no. and very aggressive, very yeah. high impact, high intensity. He almost yeah. flows with a certain kind of grace along the, the tennis yeah. courts and that. I never, I never knew he was an all rounder when he was younger. Yeah. Like you, you'd never think that would he you? He didn't specify in tennis until yeah. what we were talking about before. Until maybe he thought, or his parents thought, he could be actually quite good at this. He's got the physical attributes, yeah. but it was a lot later than what people consider. You need yeah. to get into it at like six years old. Yeah. Six years old. So, yeah. yeah. You have visions of that like crazy dad, don't you? That crazy father who's like yeah. forcing you to go, yeah. go yeah. play yeah. tennis or playing golf. So there's an interesting um, dichotomy there in that book that yeah. people think that you need to have specialised in something. Yeah, really that's crazy. interesting, isn't it? That, yeah. That's a totally different way of approaching it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I went off on a little bit of tangent there. Um, one thing I wanted to discuss this morning was 
we've spoke about the, the activity side of it and what maybe sports to get into and activities and stuff, but I think what we miss as well and certainly what we experienced when we was at school, um, or I did, is when you start getting to like 13, 14, and I'm talking predominantly about, about young men in here, yeah. so young men, the, the pressure to maybe conform to a certain look. Now, when we were younger, social media wasn't as prevalent as it is now. No. But you see, excuse me, you see now on the telly Love Island and yeah. um, all these reality TV shows, all the Essex ones and the Chelsea ones and that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure on young men to conform to a certain body image. And to get that body image, the bodybuilder kind of look. Yeah. You go to the gym, you're lifting weights. Yeah. So there's that peer pressure to to maybe attractive to pe be attractive to people. Definitely, definitely. Imagine, uh, imagine if all that was around when we were fourteen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. Because I, know. I think my experiences similar to yours were the what I I felt that little bit of a pressure back then. So like we're talking the nineties. But there was a bit of pressure then. I, I, I felt, the, well, I did anyway. I felt the pressure to like, right, I, I want to try and, you know, get in better shape, look a certain way, yeah. be more attractive to the opposite sex, all that type of stuff. So you do start looking at how you can improve the shape of your body, how you can change the way you look. But now, not to sound like an old fart, but the pressure is tenfold now, isn't it? It's like really the pressure is there now. Yeah. What would your social you... media picture look like? Yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. What you look like on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get your filters on. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. What's the word I'm trying to think of? You compare yourself yeah. to other people a lot more now. I think, or the younger generation oh, yeah. are comparing themselves to other people a lot yeah. more. Yeah, because they're getting them constant images, aren't they? Like they're getting yeah. them constant images of. This is what you. Sh this is what's cool. This is what you should look like. This is what people who are doing well look like. This. This is the. This is the sort of avenue to go on. Like you mentioned, some of the TV programs, you know, Instagram, social media. Yeah. Like I've. I can see it with my nephew now. My nephew's. Thirteen, fourteen. He's in high school now. I think he's second year of high school, and already I can see. Um, what he's going through now, he's obviously, you know, he, he wants to have a certain haircut, he wants to dress right, a certain yeah. way, but he's actually, his dad and him, they've actually spoke to me about, can you can you show him, you know, maybe taking the gym and maybe show, because he's, he's starting to get interested in, you know, changing his body, yeah. he wants to look good, so he, he's actually even come to me at that age and, he, and he's starting to say, you know, can you, can you show me what to do in the gym yeah. and can you give me a programme and... And it's about being. They want to, we want to be accepted, don't we? We want yeah. to be part of the tribe. Yeah. We don't want to be the odd one out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So then we do start to conform to these, these, these ideas in society that of what a man is. What what is a man supposed to look like? Are you yeah. supposed to have a six pack, broad shoulders, V V shaped taper. Yeah. Which yeah. is all well and good for for health. Yeah. But when when it starts going down a darker road and. Maybe body dysmorphia and that kind of stuff comes in. Yeah, because that's a real thing, isn't it? Like that, yeah, that, that is yeah. there, isn't it? You know, um, that those who are listening, body dysmorphia is kind of the opposite to anorexia, where yeah. um, no matter how sort of muscular you think you are, you always think you're, you're skinner. Yeah. You need to be bigger, you need to be bigger. That's yeah. what we're talking about when we look at body dysmorphia. Yeah. And that's, I think, more prevalent now. And I think what young. Um, lads probably struggle with as well is that, or especially that that high school age, they don't know about you know genetics too much at the moment. They don't know about you know how to do these, how to train properly. Mm -hmm. You know, 
really they, they should just be focusing on having fun like you said before trying different sports trying different things that they like just enjoying sports and yeah. enjoying exercising yeah. but once it starts going on to that type of image where it's all about how they look it goes down a different route then doesn't it yeah especially when it becomes almost obsessive yeah like were you yeah were you sacrificing maybe enjoying yourself yeah because you need your 20 grams of protein chicken breast yeah or you're not going out for meals with your with your mates or your family yeah and you're obsessed about getting sort of the yeah the right food intake yeah. especially at such a young age and to your point what you've just spoke about your genetics speaking yeah. from a personal point of view i've always been tall lean yeah um i was often tall i was skinny at school so i sort of had that mindset to everyone that I needed to be bigger, I needed to get in the gym. Yeah. But as I've got older and I've accepted sort of yeah. who I am, yeah. and you, you spoke about genetics, I am genetically not, I'm not genetically predisposed to be big. No. Because I'm, I'm tall, lean. Yeah. I'm not going to be, Yeah. I never wanted to be, but I'm not going to be, a, I'm not going to be able to pack on like 30, like a, 40, like 50 pounds. Bodybuilder, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it took me, I'm in the industry, the fitness industry, and it, and it, it, it took me a good 10, 15 years to figure that out, yeah. that that wasn't sort of in the uh, in the stars for me. But you do try and sort of work against your genetics when you're younger, I think. Because, like, again, you're looking at people in the magazines or looking at people on social media, and you're like, I want to be like that, so what are they doing? So I'll just copy what they do, but that doesn't always sort of pan out well, that. Yeah. Because, um, again, there's there's lots of other things involved. Um, genetics, um, special supplements, should we say? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, well. that's a topic for another day, maybe. Yeah, that's, a, that's another there rabbit the, hole, isn't it? There is the pressure, especially on like 14, 15, 16 year olds. They will be seeing these images and they will be seeing sort of maybe people who are a few years older um, looking in great shape, sort of the bodybuilder look, the yeah. Love Island look. Yeah. But they are um, sort of synth synthetic yeah um a bit more enhanced shall we say enhanced that's the word i was looking for <laughs> yeah through these through steroid yeah. steroid use basically yeah and again that's a topic for another day but there is the pressure i think there's a big sort of percentage of young young men yeah. who are either thinking about doing it who are doing yeah. it yeah or who maybe have done it yeah i think it's a again, absolutely absolutely and we don't want to we don't want to take away from like people enjoying you know lifting weights going to the gym because it is about personal improvements, isn't it? And I think personal development, whether that's with your mind or your body, I think all that is good. I think going to the gym, lifting weights can be a, a really, really good way of young lads or young men feeling more confident, you know, improving. Um, we spoke about it in a, a, an episode previously about any sort of activity where you're pushing yourself past yeah. your perceived limits, so whether yeah. that's getting an extra rep, doing an extra workout, it can build resilience, which yeah. in the long term... Absolutely. Creates better mental well-being, doesn't it? Yeah, fully on board with that. I think we're just touching on today maybe some of the the challenges and the barriers and the the sort of pitfalls of it, really, aren't we? Yeah. But there obviously are benefits as well. We don't want to not say there are benefits, but I think we're just looking at the other the other sort of angle of it. Yeah, I'm just talking about like the, the the pressures that do come along with the images that we see nowadays of what yeah. is perceived as to be older. Yeah. The, the the male body this is what you need to aspire yeah, to yeah definitely and that's not the case is it just lifting weights for your health there's all sorts of benefits yeah like we, we've spoke about in, in other yeah. conversations and, and, ju and just that that discipline of like I think if a young 
you know, a, a young lad can be in school, again, that 11 to 16 year old, and if, if, if they can start to ingrain some of them habits early on of exercising, training, being physically active, that's going to stick with them. Well, because it, it, it has with me, I don't, I don't know about yourself, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's the same with yourself. That's stuck with me all through my life. That's, that's always been my default. When times get hard or start struggling with something, I always fall back on, right, I'm going to go to the gym or Definitely. I'm going to go training, I'm going to exercise because that makes everything you know, feel good. Definitely. So I, yeah. I do think there's a massive benefit to getting into some sort of physical activity when you're younger. But again, it just seems like it's a lot harder now with some of them pressures. Yeah. So. And it's, it's about why you're doing it. What is the reason yeah. why you're doing it? What are your yeah. goals? Yeah, that's a biggie as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's a biggie. The reason, I mean, any sort of activity, ask yourself why you're doing it. And touching on what what Gaz has said before, I have definitely through, throughout life, I've always fell back into the structure of exercise, whether that be weights, going for a run, uh, martial arts, and I do attribute that to any kind of stress that I've felt during my life, any kind of tough times or adversity, yeah. falling back into that training methodology has, has helped me in my mental health you know yeah. what I mean if I hadn't yeah. had any if I hadn't have done exercise I can guarantee I'd have sort of felt more into a decline in terms of mental health and that like yeah and you can see like, again not to sound like an old old fart again like with the computer games and you know like look how technologies advance like me and you playing Sonic the Hedgehog like, like look at where look at where that's gone now I was again, an, Atari, an Atari guy you was your Atari yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dark side uh, Pac-Man <laughs> and like there are some benefits again aren't there to like doing so, like like the way they can play games now online they can sort of you know but again like there's got to be some sort of downside to that as well um, not that that's again the worst thing you can do in the world but there's got to be a downside there's a balance in there yeah there's, there's, yeah there's got to be a balance on there yeah I mean even we spoke about it on the, the last episode I spoke about the benefits of just being outside yeah. In fresh air, not all training has to be done indoors. Yeah. You, you can be outside experiencing nature, going for a long walk, a hike. Yeah. yeah. And there's a social aspect as well, isn't there? There's like the social aspect of being in a team or being in a team sport, camaraderie, um, you know, not being isolated, socially isolated. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because you reckon now, don't you, like we're more connected than ever, but there's also, we're, we're more isolated as well yeah, in, yeah. In, 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 in like some respects, aren't we? Yeah, definitely connection. I think being involved in something maybe bigger than ourselves, so like you say, a team, a group of people coming together for the same goal, yeah, same reason. We we experienced that definitely in a, the Jiu Jitsu club, yeah, where people are all there for their own individual reasons, but we're all there training together, helping each other improve, yeah. So it's almost a, a big that's huge collective yeah. reason why we're there. Yeah, that's huge. That I think connection. that's massive. I do think that is huge. Um, what we're basically saying is we wish we were eleven. Yeah. 16 year old now, yeah. that's what I'm basically saying <laughs> alright so that's a good way to end it then if you could go back and maybe would you change anything that you did or would you do the same things again knowing what you know now I know I just threw that upon you like, so. yeah no I, yeah, I, I think looking back I, I had a great sort of experience of like trying some different things but I would um, try more things I think I think I'd get involved and give things a go uh, be more of a generalist with my physical activity, just try some different things, you know, try mm -hmm. some different sports, try some different disciplines yeah. and kind of see what sticks. Yeah. I think we, we're, we're guilty of 
especially like the likes of me and you at our age now, we, we like to sort of demonise social media a little bit and the yeah. pressures on young people. But I think the question I just asked you, if I could maybe go back to sort of being 11, 12, 13 again with the social media yeah. sort of presence that we've got, it gives you so much more awareness of yeah. other activities and things you can get involved in. Yeah. Climbing, swimming, rowing, tennis, yeah. rock climbing. And I'm just talking about physical stuff that there's all sorts of different stuff yeah. that you can be involved in. Definitely. And that can fast track young people as well. I think they can they can learn about some of these different sports and disciplines. Again, we're going to use, I'll probably just take um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as an example. If, if you start getting interested in, in that now as a young person, you can not only find a local club, but you could also go on YouTube and you can learn about like these things that we never Definitely, had them yeah, type yeah. of things. We might have to yeah. look at, you know, in like maybe a textbook, but now you can go online, you know, you can follow your favourite jiu-jitsu person on Instagram, you can go on YouTube, start looking at the techniques, start, you know, memorising some of them techniques. It opens so up I a whole can of worms, yeah, it? does, it yeah. In the comfort of your own. So there is benefits to it, definitely. Wow, what a great conversation. Thanks very much for your time, Gaz. So for anyone interested in the book Range, you can find Range by David Epstein, How Generalists Triumph in a Specialised World. Highly recommend it. Available in all good bookstores. Thank you, and we'll see you again soon.